Hi, Shannon Waller here, and welcome to a special episode of the Inside Strategic Coach podcast with Dan Sullivan. Dan, we're in our 30th year now as Strategic Coach, which is kind of spectacular, mm-hmm. pretty exciting. And we're going to do a couple of episodes on just kind of early starts, what things were like. And I want to start off by asking you, what has changed and what has stayed the same from when Strategic Coach started in November of 1989? Actually, I'd been reflecting on this before the project of creating this podcast. This particular podcast had come up, Shannon, and I would say there's three things that are have not changed at all since 1989, so it's November 13th, 1989. And the first one is who coaches for, Mm -hmm. and it was for successful, talented, ambitious entrepreneurs in 1989, and it has remained constant. And I would like to say that I've had many invitations to take Strategic Coach into other dimensions, into other realms over the past 30 years, and I've very politely declined to do that because the type of customer that I really want to be a hero to is exactly what I said, a successful, talented, ambitious entrepreneur with a bigger future than a past. And Mm -hmm. I I would say that that's our definition of who we're looking for 30 years ago, and it's exactly the same today. The second thing that has stayed exactly the same is our coaching model, which is based on the fundamental tool that started all other thinking tools in Strategic Coach, which is called the Strategy Circle, where you simply ask someone to go into the future, pick a date when their life is going to be transformed, and four or five things that would be measurements of how their life would be bigger and better in the future. And then once they're clear about that, then to entertain all the present obstacles that need to be transformed into actions which will lead to the result that they're looking for. And that, in the essence, in 1989, was the coaching model that we used. And 30 years later, we're using exactly the same coaching model with a lot of different dimensions of obstacles that we found are common for everybody, any kind of entrepreneur. And I'm really excited that we just published Your Life as a Strategy Circle as one of our quarterly books. So if anyone wants to check it out, please go to our strategiccoach.com store. When we reflected, this was the tool that kicked off the company Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and was part of your partnership with Babs and really instigated so much of what we now do. Mm -hmm. And and it's really great because that book actually expands from the past into the future. But mm-hmm. more about that if you mm-hmm. check out the book. What and else? the third thing is that our business model, how we run the company, is exactly the same. And that is that we have one way of making money, and that's to create strategic coach workshops. It's been expanded to include the teams and also the spouses and the family members of the entrepreneur. But those other, what I would call, support workshops are really there to support the focus and the success of the entrepreneurs themselves. We started in our first workshop with six people, and I was delighted. I thought it was tremendous because I had been a coach for 15 years before our first strategic coach workshop, and 
I was seven years with the Strategy Circle as a thinking tool, and the whole program has remained constant and consistent with the original coaching model, and our business model is exactly the same as it was back then. So I've told you about three things that haven't changed, so who we do the strategic coach for, what the business model is that we use when we first started in 1989, and also the coaching model has stayed exactly the same. But I'll tell you the number one thing, and those other three wouldn't be true if I didn't tell you the one thing that has absolutely stayed constant, but it's vastly expanded, and that's my teamwork with Bab Smith. On one of her birthdays in the last couple of years, we all had T-shirts and said, no Babs, no coach. So I'm very, very clear that if I hadn't met Bab Smith, none of the strategic coach programs that presently exist would be known to anyone. Uh-huh. And, you know, your husband and wife, your business partners. Soulmates. Soulmates. Creative partners. Yep. It's a brilliant partnership to watch and to be a part of. And often that can be a sort of divisive factor mm-hmm. in the company. But with you guys, you give it the best possible I think, reputation of any couple in business I've ever seen. Yeah, and I think it gives enormous confidence to the other team members in the program. I mean, you've been with us almost from the very, very beginning, and there's been a constant just in terms of the teamwork that you see operating between Babs and me. Which I very much love and appreciate, and I do count on it. And there's some interesting aspects of that model, which, again, have not changed, and that is it's a quarterly workshop. Mm And all the money's up front. So talk up a little bit about how those things came about, because that was a little bit through trial and error as well. Well, first of all, I had had 15 years as a one-on-one coach, and about 10 of those years was really painful. I believe I was too early for the marketplace. Coaching in 1974, when I stopping a copywriter in a big advertising agency, and I just went out on my own, Based on the confidence I had had in kind of coaching some of the smaller owner-operated companies that the advertising agency had, they make their money on the Chryslers of the world, the Kraft Foods of the world, TD Bank of the world. So this was a really, really large, second biggest in Canada, but part of a worldwide company called BBDO, which is still today one of the major ad agencies in the world. I had just gotten an insight that my desire to help people think about their business period, and these were all owners of small, mostly family-operated businesses, my passion for asking them questions about just what they were going to do about their future period was more interesting to me, and I had far, far more passion for asking them about the future of their company than actually finding out how do I write the ads for these people. And it was mostly print ads. It wasn't radio or television at that time. So I got this idea, you know, I could be a coach out in the marketplace. I could have my own company. And this really was not the first time in my life I'd thought about being a coach because when I reflected on my entire life up until that point, and I was 30 years old when I got this idea, that I had always been a coach. I had always had the ability to ask people really good questions that got them thinking about how they were thinking. And so I would say that the other thing that's remained constant over the 
30 years of the program is that every concept we have and every tool we have in the strategic coach has one purpose and one purpose only, and that is to, in question form, ask people how they're thinking about their thinking so that they're not thinking about things, they're not thinking about people, they're not thinking about other people's thoughts, they're just thinking about their own thinking, saying, Jane, how am I thinking about this? So we have this ability, which I won't say we've perfected, but we've certainly gotten better at it over a 30-year period of simply getting people to think about how they're actually thinking about their past, present, and future, and what kind of thinking that would be better for them and produce bigger and better results in the next 90 days. So we found that 90 days is just a really, really great period between workshops that you can get very excited, you can get very clear, you can get very confident one day to start a quarter, and then about two-thirds of the way through that quarter, the tank of gas that you got to fill up at the last workshop, you're starting to get low, and you got to check into your workshop again 90 days <laughs> later and our whole world runs on this 90 day and we didn't invent this there's lots of things in the world the entire economy <laughs> of the world the economy of you know the countries we operate they all operate on this 90 day framework mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. it's it's an interesting 90 days just seems to be if you got excited about something you can stay excited for basically not more than 90 days and mm-hmm. you can be clear not more than 90 days and part of the reason is that momentum starts slowing down and the world changes the one thing that has changed enormously and i've got two or three things that have really really changed the technology that's available to entrepreneurs has improved exponentially since 1989. I remember people were getting very, very, very excited about using fax machines. <laughs> I ni- was excited. 1989. The other thing was uh, the computers, the personal computers, you know, which really entered into the entrepreneurial world right around 1980. And for me, that is the real change in the entrepreneurial world, is when entrepreneurs had computer power. And then think of the vast dimensions that that has led to. First of all, wireless. I mean, just having wireless, having the internet, and then having the apps, almost any capability that can be programmed now is available to entrepreneurs, almost for free. If you compare the capabilities that someone gets today, you know, as an entrepreneur, that can simply be downloaded for almost free, you know, might be $5, might be, even if it's $500, it gives you access to capabilities, which if you had, you know, when I first started coaching, if you had tried to actually have these capabilities, it would be in the millions of dollars, Uh you know, and then all the other technology-driven tools that really accelerate and multiply people's communication capabilities, their information processing capabilities. That's just changed dramatically. And before that, all of those capabilities had only been within reach of really large corporations. corporations, And then it became much more for the individual, which you've always been a champion of. Mm -hmm. And I think about now, and then it went mobile. So it went from a stationary computer on your desktop to a laptop to, you know, a MacBook Air to an iPad to an iPhone. I actually know one of our clients who runs his entire business 
on an iPhone and an iPad. Mm -hmm. And that's it. (laughs) Yeah, that has changed enormously. And I would say that the types of problems that entrepreneurs had in 1989 hasn't really changed very much. But the speed with which interruptions into what they consider to be predictable in the marketplace, I think that that has changed drastically. And so what we keep pushing for in the program in terms of thinking is that we've extended out the planning time period. In 1989, the maximum we went out was three years. You know, we had a three-year framework, 12 quarters, And I would still say that three years is a good time frame for transforming your life and the way you're handling time, how you're making your money, who it is that you're working with, both internally and out in the marketplace, and your purpose for being an entrepreneur, I still think are freedom-driven. I think people become entrepreneurs because they want greater personal, individual freedom to actually design their own future and not have their future thrust upon them or change from the outside. But I think that the alertness that's required today is vastly greater. You could make predictable projections about your industry that might last five or 10 years in those days. And there aren't too many industries today that you can get too far ahead of yourself. You know, I mean, things are changing and transforming. And so what we've always looked for is things that if you think about them today in a very clear and confident manner, that would still be true in 25 years. So we use a 25-year framework instead of a three-year framework now. And nice thing that's fallen out of that, the 25 years, is that it's 100 quarters. Mm -hmm. So we say, think about 25 years and then just what will be the best use of your capabilities, your talents, and your attention just for the next 90 days. Come back, review, then do another quarter, the next one being better than the quarter. And just every quarter is better than the quarter that you're in, but you have to do certain things in this quarter. So that's that's the game plan. And uh, here we are, you know, we're in three countries, vastly bigger revenues, vastly bigger profits. But just how we go about doing what we're doing, exactly the same as in 1989. Mm-hmm. And just on that planning period, Dan, there's something very powerful about having a 25-year framework to grow into and then being able to make course corrections every mm-hmm. 90 days. Mm-hmm. I love that focus because you have some Control might be a strong word, but you have some impact on the next 90 days. And then again, you get to refocus and recalibrate every quarter. And people see incredible progress. Mm -hmm. Often in a much, almost get where they think they were going to get in 10 years, they'll get there in five Mm -hmm. just by having that quarterly focus. So Mm -hmm. that's a really Mm -hmm. powerful way to look at things. Mm -hmm. So this is kind of fascinating. Now, I just want to do a slight deeper dive on who our first clients were and who they are now. Because when you first got going, you actually befriended and had as clients some very successful people in the financial services industry. Mm-hmm. And that really kind of helped open things up for coaching. Yeah, and I had noticed in the late 1970s, first of all, who were my one-on-one clients? So for 15 years from 1974 to 1989, the nature of my business was me. You know, basically it was just 
Dan as a coach, and I would go out and had really good referral ability because what I noticed is that the best of my clients really liked just checking in every 90 days Mm -hmm. and having me go through the thinking process with them of what had they achieved for the last 90 days, where were they right now, and what did they want to do for the next 90 days. And this was all created through trial and error, you know, how you actually set up the structures. And the one thing that I learned, and this was because of two bankruptcies, was that I didn't have enough financial guarantees into the future that I could not be paid in 30 days, you Mm -hmm. know. And some of my clients were 30-day pay. I do the work, and then 30 days later I get paid. And then we had some financial downturns. I estimate since 1974 I've been through seven or eight major downturns in the market caused by something or other. I didn't have enough carrying power that I could sustain people Instead of paying me in 30 days, they paid me in 60 days, or they paid me in 90 days, or they didn't pay me at all. So in 1983, 84, I came to a decision that all the money would be up front. So we would sign on for a year, and I would get paid for that year up front. And I started off, you know, I would get paid a quarter up front. Mm -hmm. But it just came to me going to the movies one day, and I said, you know, I should be in the movie business because... In the movie business, when do you pay to see the movie? On the way out? No, no. no. You you don't pay on the way out. You pay on the way in in sports, you know, which is a form of entertainment too. All the money's up front. And I says, from this point forward, I get paid up front. So here we are sitting with upwards of 3,000 active clients in the strategic coach. And we have half of our next year's income in hand Uh at any given time. It simplifies your business enormously if you don't have receivables. And I have actually transformed the thinking of a lot of entrepreneurs of saying what part of your business can be a no receivables business. I mean, if you're selling a product, probably and you're doing it in bigger and bigger amounts, probably you will have receivables. But I said, you know, the simplest model, and I did this for survival purposes. I didn't do it, you know, it wasn't like I was, you know, a strategic genius here or nothing. But I said, I've been bankrupt twice. I won't be bankrupt a third time. So that came to me. And You know, people said, well, you know, that's not the way the world works. And I said, I don't care how the world works. This is the way I'm going to work. And there were people who said, no, I won't do it that way. You do the work and then bill me. And I said, nope, don't work that way. So obviously, when you introduce a new strategy, you have to be willing to have people say no. Uh And some people did. But I found more and more as the word went around that I was really good at what I was doing, that they would follow whatever rules that you want. And that's the other thing I said, be very, very clear about your rules and don't deviate from your rules. Uh Establish standards, don't deviate from your standards. And so we've been very good at that over the years. And you said people that our clients were connected to. Talk a little bit about financial advisors because they really helped connect you with everyone that you want to be connected with. Well, there's something that's really changed and that is the nature of the financial services industries. It was a very segmented industry. There were hundreds and hundreds of companies. And I found at first it was the life insurance industry that I was attracted to working with. And some of the top agents 
in the world, actually, there's an organization called Top of the Table, and I was fortunate that some of my very first very successful, very talented life insurance financial advisors were actually in life insurance. And I remember I was invited in 1981 to their annual conference in Florida. It wasn't for pay, but they paid your way, and you were given four days at a great resort, beach resort. And I was able just to spend those days just really talking to the agents, and I began to recognize that these every really successful entrepreneur has a really great life insurance agent, and that if I got to know the life insurance agents, and I really did good work for them, that they would mention it to their customers, who were almost all business owners, every kind of business, every kind of business, product, or service. And gradually, I said, you know, all I have to do is stay with this one industry. They will introduce me into all the other industries. And that proved absolutely accurate. And I think it took about 20 years. And then all of a sudden, I noticed the number of clients that we had started to grow and grow and grow that they outnumbered the financial advisors. And now, you know, I start really big workshops. And the other thing that was just workshops, that's the thing that's remained the same. I do not do one-on-one coaching. Mm -hmm. And I get lots of offers, you know, I'll send my private jet, uh, I'll write you a big check. And I said, no, no, I just do workshops. I don't do any other kind of coaching. So keeping your model the business model and the coaching model exactly the same in a world that's changing. Everybody's doing different versions of their business. They're starting five or six different businesses. My mind doesn't work that way. I've got one one model. I've got one company. We've got one way of doing it, and we've kept it that way for 30 years. Well, I love it, Dan. And I think especially in coaching, you know, when I joined in 1991, I used to have to explain that Strategic Coach was not a bus line. (laughs) Well, (laughs) we're a bus to the future. There you you go. We're we're a transportation vehicle to a bigger and better future. Exactly. But I had to explain that to the assistants barring the way to potential clients. It's really fun to kind of recap what's changed and what stayed the same. And it's impressive to me that the coaching model, the business model, and who our clients are – And entrepreneurs really have not changed in terms of what their issues are over that time period. And I think there's a steadiness and a consistency that is incredibly countable for Mm -hmm. our clientele. And people know exactly what to expect. So thank you. This was very insightful. Thank you, Shannon. At Strategic Coach, we focus on growth in every area of your business and life, leading to freedom that entrepreneurs dream of. Join Dan Sullivan, founder of Strategic Coach, for a brand new on-demand web presentation. It's a breakthrough hour of wisdom, insight, and proven strategies. Over 18,000 entrepreneurs can't be wrong. Watch today at danwebinar.com.